Hi, my name is Barbara Pujols, and you are listening to Vow to Victory, the podcast. Thank you so much for being here. I'm glad that you are here, and I just want to give you a quick little insight to what this episode is going to be about. But before I do that, I do want to give a quick disclaimer that this episode, this podcast is in no way any kind of professional counseling or professional advice about what to do or how to live your life. Um, This is just me sharing my personal experiences and the things that work for me that have worked for me or the things that I'm currently working on in hopes that it can help you or anyone else in their process and their own individual journey. In this episode, best practices during seasonal transition, fall 2022, I talk about the importance of resting and recharging as it's super important while you know we're adjusting and adapting to the new season um, schedules responsibilities you know and the times right I'm going to talk about um, some tips and tricks things that I like to do to feel like I have recharged so that I can go back to work and do my best and not just for work, but, you know, when you feel good and, you know, when you're when you feel at your best mind, body and spirit, you're you're good in life. You know, with your relationships, um, with your job, at home, with yourself. Right. Most importantly. So no matter what, as long as you're investing into your well-being, you will get your art your ROI, right? You will get your um, your return of investment and it will be worth it. Because I think it's important that rest and relaxation is always talked about, is always a topic of conversation any time of the year, not just in the summer. And so I guess I'll start by saying that you are the expert of you. Okay, you can come on here and listen to my tips and tricks, things that work for me or listen to somebody else or try other things or what have you. But at the end of the day, you know what what works for you and what doesn't. I feel like we, I mean, just in my own personal experience, um, we live in this culture of being overworked and that being okay. And when we don't feel like we're being overworked or that we're giving it all that we have, that we're giving our jobs and our supervisors, our bosses or our business, all that it is that we have to give, then we feel less than, we feel guilty We don't feel good enough. We don't feel that we are doing enough. And therefore, we feel like we're failing or we're making a mistake or we're not cut out to do the work that we have to do or that we're doing. And 
I don't know about you, but that's not, (laughs) that is not working for me anymore. And I don't want that to work for me anymore. Like I want to be able to rest and not feel guilty about it. I want to be able to set aside some time to talk to my supervisor, to tell her, okay, I said tell, not ask, okay, to tell her that I need some time off or that I need to cut down my hours because I need to put my well-being first. And of course, I do have to acknowledge the times that we're in today, post-COVID, prioritizing our well-being has been more popular and more prevalent contrary to the years before or pre-COVID. So that is a good thing. However, just because it's more popularized and more encouraged to prioritize our well-being doesn't mean that it automatically is, right? We still have to do our own individual work to break down the cultures and the stigmas or the traditions, the conditioning that we received as children, you know, via whether it was via your parents or via the educational system about working, 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 becoming a workaholic or, you know, just overworking yourself um, for absolutely no reason. Um, right. So it does, it is an individual process, right. To be able to come to terms with being okay with prioritizing our well-being. Now, I feel like the best way that I can explain it and also it's so relevant to our times right is by using the following analogy so our phones are literally our li- are literally our lifeline you see me getting all <laughs> our our uh, okay um now you see me you hear me right our technology, our phones have become our lifelines. They are glued to our hips or our wrists. You know, if you want to talk about an Apple watch or whatever it is that you use, whatever technology you use to get you through your day to day. Right. So you have you ever been using your phone so much, right? You're sitting down. I'm talking about, let's say maybe like anywhere from 20 minutes to 45 minutes, right? Or maybe less, maybe more. It depends how much you use your phone. It depends how much downtime you schedule. It depends how much mindless scrolling you do. <clears throat> Guilty. Um, yeah, so it, it depends on a whole bunch of things. But have you ever been using your phone and you start feeling the screen or the back of the phone get super hot and you know very well it's not the sunlight doing it. It's the fact that what, yeah, your battery is probably overcharged. Your phone is probably being overused and is running on maximum capacity right now because 
of all the scrolling and the calling and the texting and the reels making and the TikTok dances and all that other good stuff. Um, and so when this happens, what does that tell you? Do you continue to use your phone? Do you put it down? Do you put it to charge and continue to use it? Do you let it cool off a little bit? Whatever it is that you do when you realize this is cool. <laughs> but the important part is that you realize it. That you see or you feel it. You're like, oh, snap, my phone is super hot. That probably means I should put it down. See, mine right now, I'm feeling my phone right now. And it's a little bit, it's a little bit warm. I know it's, it's almost getting to the place where I'm probably going to have to put it down, let it cool off before I put it on the charger. I personally, when this happens, when I, I know that my phone needs a break from me, <laughs> um, I like to put it down to the side, not connected to the charger. I like to let it cool off first and then I connect it to the charger. Um, but that's just me, right? And so that's what it's like with our well-being and when I'm talking about well-being you already know you're gonna hear this a lot if you're listening to me if you ever have a conversation with me in person um if you listen to my podcast if you listen to me on Instagram one of my rambles that I like to go on you're gonna hear these three words a lot but if you really rock with me before I say it what is it what three words are they before I say it, I'm gonna just I'm gonna let you think on that real quick I want to see if you know. Okay. You got it? You got your guess? All right. The three words are... Ready? Can I get a drum roll, please? <laughs> I'm not even going to attempt to do that. Mind, body, and spirit. Okay. This is like the holy grail to my vocabulary, mind, body, and spirit. That is what I am referring to when I am talking about your well-being. I'm talking about your mental health, mental well-being, your physical well-being, your physical health, and your spiritual health, which I believe is one of the most important Um but they're all equally, right? Anyways, let me not go on a ramble here. Um, so, yes, your mind, body, and spirit. Um, where did I leave off? Okay, right, okay, the phone thing, right. So, your well-being, your overall well-being, when we're talking about your mind, your mental, physical, and spiritual well-being, is very similar to what it's like when you're using your phone the more you use up and kind of give away your mental physical and spiritual energy the more likely it is that you will be 
you will start or your well-being will start to overheat, right? Your over your your well-being, let's say let's use your well-being's battery will start to overheat and you will start to see the signs because you start feeling exhausted or you might want to be um you might want to sleep more than usual. You might feel less motivated. You might feel like you don't want to get up in the morning and go do what it is that you have to do. You might be ghosting people. You might um you might have what I like to call product productivity paralysis. You might be procrastinating, right? It could be however it is that it shows up for you. These signs, whether you like to acknowledge it or not, they start to come up when you are giving too much of yourself, therefore putting your well-being at risk when you don't give yourself time to cool off, when you don't give your well-being's a battery, your mental, physical, and spiritual um, energy the time that it needs to cool off and recharge to rest. Right. Um, So some of the things that I like to do to rest, to recharge, to relax my mind, my body and my spirit, to prevent myself from burnout, because it is very um, more common than what we think. Burnout is a very real thing. If you don't believe me, look it up. Or if you think that's BS or a fallacy or, you know, you just don't play into that kind of thing. That's cool, but baby, the research is there, the, the statistics are there, so we're going to leave it at that. Some of the things that I like to do are, um, I like to meditate, I like to yo- do yoga and spend some time in nature, so like, what I like to do, um, you know, I'm usually very, my days are pretty busy, they're pretty uh, booked and busy, honey, stop playing with me. <laughs> No, but for um, my days are pretty long, right? So I'm at work from eight to three, and then three times out of the week, the weekdays, I'm at school at night. So my days are pretty long, but um, sometimes I'll get like I'll get home after work before going to school, and I'll have like a quick. 10 to 20 minutes I'll walk my dog and that's my time in nature that's my time to just let go of the pressure let go of whatever it is that I was just doing or whatever it is I was working on whatever happened at work whatever's going on at home um, that's my time to just be like I'm not thinking about doing 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 it's just my time to be with somebody that I love with my my beautiful dog, my son, my what's that called? My fur baby. Um, you know, I get to spend time with him. He gets to spend time with me, and it's everything. Like that's everything, and that really does. You know, those couple of minutes that we we spend together. You know, walking around a block or whatever. Um, it just gives me just what I need to recharge and go back in. You know, go back to school. Um, go to class or attend a meeting or take care of whatever responsibility I might have to take care of in on that day. Um, that's just my way. That's that's what I do to recharge. And I also journal a lot. Um, 
I like to journal because it gets the weight off of me. Um, sometimes there's so much going on through my mind, um, my feelings, my emotions. That's another thing that we're probably going to touch on. Not today. It's another story for another time. But, um, you know, journaling is just a really good way to release and it gives me, it allows me the space to rest my mind and my heart, my soul of whatever might be troubling me in the moment. So those are just some of the things that I like to do. I don't have like a specific routine, um, but I do like to practice the first hour of the day and the last hour of the day are for me to do these things like when I'm gonna journal or when I'm gonna do yoga I either do it first thing in the morning when I wake up or um last thing I do before I go to bed right so these are just some things that you can practice or you can try if you haven't already um if you already have something that works for you cool great continue to work on the consistency um whatever you do How can I say this? Whatever you do, do your best to keep that as part as your flow, as part of your days, as part of your day's um, flow so that you can do the best and be the best and feel at your best. Right. In order for you to give the best that you can and to do the best that you can, you have to feel the best and be the best. And the way that you do that is not by overworking yourself or giving more than what you have to give. That's not how you do it. It's on the contrary. It's the complete opposite of that. You have to absolutely must give yourself the time that you deserve to debrief, to release, to let go to rest and recharge and relax as much as you can not even for the purposes of work you know but just for your 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 own sake just for your sanity and your peace which is super important one thing i will say is your well-being comes above everything and anything else it is priceless and without that you have nothing if you are not okay, nothing else is okay, okay? If you have to be in a hospital bed, who do you think is going to go to work for you and give you the money that you need to pay your bills? How are you going to put food on the table if you're on a hospital bed or if you are in a mental health clinic or whatever it is because you just had a breakdown because you didn't pay attention to the signs, Or you didn't tend to the signs when it was time to do so, right? And you know those signs, right? Because like I said, you are the expert of you, right? And I think one of the last points that I want to touch on is that it is okay if, you know, you kind of lose track or... um, for some reason, you fall off track in your wellness routine uh, for whatever reason. It's okay. Um, I definitely encourage you to work towards progress and not perfection. And here's the reason why I say that. 
um, before I started working at the school where I'm at now, I had like this very rigid routine. I'm not even, I'm not going to say rigid, but I was more disciplined, right? And I was very, I was real proud of it. And also, what's the word? Um, kind of hyper-focused on doing it on a certain time, on a certain day. And if I didn't get it done on the time or the day that I was hyper-focused on, then it was a problem. And I absolutely felt like the worst. Um, and none of that felt good to me. And it didn't do me any good, honestly, because it just stirred me a little bit further away from the progress that I could have been making because I was so focused on the perfection and being, you know, 24-7, like, yeah, wellness, rah-rah, like, no, do not get caught up in the little intricacies of it, okay? Because, listen, life happens. Life happens, and we do have to be realistic. So those are some things I'm telling you that because that's literally the advice um, that I have to give to myself and what I have to practice. And I mean, what I'm currently working on right now as we speak, that's why I felt the need and um, why I felt like it was so important to make this episode because um, if you're anything like me and, you know, you're working on yourself and you're somebody who, um, you know, you kind of are leaning more towards the uh, perfectionists lane, then um, I wanted to share this with you in hopes that it could help you out. It could give you some sense of relief that you're not the only one and that there are ways to break out of that pattern. And not just that, not just the mindset of a perfectionist, but also the mindset and the beliefs behind this over worked um and workaholic culture that is such a big part of what the american culture um was founded upon right or the american when i say american i'm talking about the united states by the way (laughs) so right um so remember the most important thing is progress not perfection Life happens. There are going to be things in life that happen that you absolutely cannot control, not for the life of you, okay? I know that from firsthand. I've tried it. Didn't work out. I've learned that the only thing I can probably control is the way that I choose, okay? Big emphasis on choose on the decisions that I make in response to the things that I cannot control okay let me say that one more time what I have learned is that the things that I can probably control or what I can probably control what I most likely can and have been able to control in the past up until now is what I choose the decisions that I make and how I respond to the things that I cannot control, okay? So with that being said, um, when these things happen, when these things that are out of control come, you know, and life want to do whatever life want to do because, okay, life, all right, we get it, we get it, 
<laughs> um, you know, it's cool. It's all right. We'll figure it out. We'll find a way around it. And if we have to change up the time or the day that we get to do our, you know, our wellness routine and we get to rest or recharge, then that's completely okay. The most important thing is that it gets done and that it gets worked on, right? I think that's much, uh, uh, that's a much better word for it to be worked on and tended to, all right? And this is especially important for um, during this transition, right? Now that we're in this state of adapting to a new schedule, if you have, if you've had or are having or going to have a schedule change, um, these are the things that you want to keep in mind moving forward because as we're all transitioning and like me, so many others are going into beast mode, time to grind, you know, grind time, time, grind time, time, how, why would I repeat myself like that? Anyways, I'm making a fool, a fool out of myself on this episode, uh, but it's all right because I'm human and I'm here for a period. So, um, you know, as we're all, you know, as a lot of us are going into that mode, if we expect to have any kind of progress whatsoever in getting closer to our goals for this fall, for the last four months of 2022, I know, isn't that crazy? We're about to go into 2023. Like, bro, it was just 2013 the other day. Like, what? Stop playing with me. <laughs> It was just 2013. I'm not going to say take me back, but for real, like, I don't know. Something's got to give. But anyways, um, yeah, if you expect to or if we, right, because I got to include I got to include myself because we're in this together. Like, I'm not I can't even I can't even lie like that. I can't even play myself like that. So if we expect to get anything, you know, any type of progress, we do have to be more mindful and more intentional about prioritizing our well-being and making sure that we are taking the time to what rest recharge and relax so that we can prevent burnout and so that we are and so that we can break out of this over this culture of being overworked Okay, um, you know, sometimes in order to be productive, in order to achieve a goal, to meet a goal, in order to execute that amazing and wonderful plan, sometimes it's all about, it's not in the doing, but in the being, right? And what I mean by that is by being in a calm, natural peaceful state where the pressures and responsibilities of the outside world in relation to your inner world are not so loud or so present in your life, right? Most important thing is balance. Balance. I think that's the last key that we have for this episode and for 
you know, uh, best practices during this transition from summer to fall is to keep your balance. Okay, there must be a balance. Too much of one thing is not good. Too little of one thing is not good. It's always good to keep a nice, you know, a nice little path right down the middle. Thank you so much for tuning in and for supporting Vow to Victory, the podcast with Barbara Bujols. If there's anything that you were able to take away from today's episode, I encourage you to share it. Please share it with your family members, a cousin, a friend, a bestie, your boo thing, or your coworker. Also, if there's any questions that you might have, anything that you want me to go more into detail about, or a certain topic that you would like for me to touch on, please feel free to reach out on the podcast Instagram page at vow to victory. I'd love to hear from you.